0: Rob Lee here for Diablo Donuts. Diablo Donuts is a small-batch artisan shop with good, old-fashioned donuts. With a twist, these ain't your daddy's donuts. Wrap your lips around some of our favorites, like Infringement, a classic yeast donut smothered in caramel and toasted coconut finished with a dark chocolate drizzle. This might look like your favorite Girl Scout cookie. Also, the Captain Chesapeake, a Baltimore combination of caramel and Obey seasoning. Don't forget the panty dropper, a maple glazed donut topped with bacon. These donuts are great and local AF. Place your order today at 410 doughcom Tell them Rob Lee sent you. Welcome to a brand new episode of Getting to the Truth in this Heart. I'm your host, Rob Lee, from Mastermind Team's RobCast and MTR Podcast and all of that good stuff. Um, today's guest is the co-owner of Fells, of Fells Point Pastry Studio, Sacre Sucre. Uh, we have Manuel Sanchez. Uh, thank you and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me. I'm really, really glad to be here
0: this is this is great um i recently during the 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 COVID times i recently went down to to your shop with uh with my partner and we got some uh i don't how do you properly pronounce it macaroons or macrons how how do you properly (laughs) pronounce
1: Uh, so that's actually a question that we get a lot
0: (laughs) see i'm already starting off see
1: yeah (laughs) um i usually tell people that it doesn't matter Um, I don't want to make it, you know, macaron. So I guess to answer your question, it should be macaron. Um, In French, it would be, the pronunciation would be like macaron. Macaron? Yeah. Um, But I don't get offended if people call it macaron, if they call them cookies. It doesn't matter because I want it to make it more approachable, you know. Um, so for me, basically, yeah, they're cookies. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it, it just it just normalizes it. These are cookies, a joy, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people get too focused on proper pronunciation, and it, you know, for me, we'll will understand what you're what you mean when you come into the store and ask for a macaroon, for example. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I, I went there and I got a bunch. Um, one of those days and I've, I've had like fair, I've, I've had my fair amount of, of pastries here. Okay. I've enjoyed it. What you guys do is great and I really like what you guys do. Um, got a nice variety there. So in, let, let's step back a little bit because I'm, I'm leading the cart before the horse. Um, describe your background and training and what was the inspiration behind Sakura Sucre? Sure.
1: So, um, so Sacre Sucre is composed of uh, myself and my partner. And we started Sacre Sucre back in California in 2016. Uh, We had moved there for my job at the time I was doing, um, computer engineering, which is actually what I went to school for. Um, I did that for eight years. Um, I was doing cybersecurity, to be more specific. Um, sure. So, you know, we never intended to have a pastry shop. To be honest, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, it wasn't uh, as planned in the beginning. Obviously, after it takes it, it takes on. Then you start planning for it. But basically. Um, So we lived in Baltimore for um, eight to 10 years combined. And then we moved to California for briefly two years. And over there, um, my partner, Dane, he was looking for a job. He actually went to culinary school. And so it was a little harder for him to find something Uh, good in the area that we were in California. So we were in Northern California, but we weren't in the city. We were in the outside. Okay. So, um, so we started doing farmer's markets, selling macarons. Um, It was the macarons when it was something that we always knew about. And we didn't, we didn't actually like understand the craze behind them. (laughs) Um, and it wasn't until we went to France and we had a really, really good macaron over there um, that we really understood why they were so special. Um, And then after that, uh, going back home and trying to make them after failing for like 20 times, (laughs) it was really, it became sort of like an obsession and it became almost like a goal <laughs> like like an unachievable goal at the time <laughs> um, so that's how it all started it, it just kind of like grew from there you know um, so I'm someone who likes to figure out um, how things are made properly sure so I'm not satisfied until I get something to its maximum expression, for example. Mm-hmm. So I guess when we started making macarons, it was something with macarons it's very obvious whether you get them or not. You know, yeah. versus let's just say, I don't know, like a chocolate chip cookie, like there's millions of forms and shapes and and they're all fine.
0: Sure.
1: (laughs) But with macarons, like it's very specific. If you don't get uh, like this little thing on the shell, then they're not made right. If you don't have the perfect crunch, they're not made right. So it um, so it was like a very good example of how to keep trying until we got something decent. Um, So going back to my background. Basically, um, so, yeah, I I went to school for computer engineering, um, but we always had, um, you know, like baking projects in the weekend. (laughs) Like, that's actually how I would spend my weekends. I would spend my weekend trying to temper chocolate or trying to um, make cake or... You know, we just always had projects making jams, making fresh pasta, so things Mm. like that. Um, And then I've always had cooking books and just uh, sources to follow recipes and things like that. So I want to say it was sort of like a passion that I didn't know I had until the macaron
0: triggered that. So the macaron tr- triggered that and you were like I'm not letting this cookie beat me. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get this right, damn it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like I like what you said there that um because I I'm kind of a I'm kind of a bit of a purist um mm-hmm. about certain things and like one of my favorite places is New Orleans and I go down there good culture, good food, the whole thing, right? right. And I usually go down there for my birthday. So when someone does something, it's like, yeah, this is um shrimp and grits or this is gumballs. Like, it is not. <laughs> it's like that's not that's not canonical. That's not accurate. Right. Where's the ndewi? Where's the sausage? Your roux is a little loose, and right, and it's it's coming from um, I guess a place of as you said with it okay. with the cookie example. You know, I've had various interpretations. Like my favorite cookie flat is going to be a chocolate chip walnut cookie. I love that cookie. It's a good combination. It has the texture, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've had various interpretations of it. But generally, any macaron I've had has been... The same. It's been the same. It's got the dome. It's got like this, well, I guess it's the jam or what have you in the center. Right. And it works. It's not much deviation. The flavors may be different and so on, but the structure of it is the same. So what you're describing and like, no, this is what this is. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, definitely. So, so in that, um, being that I said the whole thing about being a purist, um, right. What qualities does one look for in like French pastries? Like, you know, cause you guys, so what do you guys do there at, um, at Sacre Sucre? What pastries, um, do you do in addition to the macarons?
1: Um, so right now we're actually making more of the French classic pastries like the Mille feuille, which is also called Napoleon. Yeah. Um, the opera cake.
0: Those are tasty. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: We make eclairs, which are also classic French. Uh Uh-huh. Basically, we try to make um, like a good assortment of pastries. We also have tarts. You know, like for us, it's mainly, we don't make, let's just say like a slice of cake, for example. Right. In our pastries, you will find cake, but it won't be the main attraction. It will just be a component. So we try to make, um, for example, the tart will have like five, six different components. And it may have a cake or it may, (laughs) it may have the crust. It may have a cream. It may have a ganache or things like that. You know, so there's no, I guess, um, there's no, like, quote-unquote,
0: simple pastry. I was waiting for you to say simplicity. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> little complicated pastries I'm hearing there. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like
1: taking what you know how to make and just creating Something with okay. all of that, um, but I also yeah. don't like to say that we're a French bakery um, okay. because um, we wanted to change what a a normal or regular French bakery is. You know, not be not yeah. not because we we're, we're called like the Great. It means that we're only going to make French pastries. That's not the case. We're just yeah. using those techniques. And, yeah, like, we're taking mostly from uh, French pastries and just creating our own and just taking that. And, um, for example, we had a brownie when we first opened, you know, um, or we've made chocolate chip cookies, And but always um, kind of, like, applying the techniques that you would find sure. in French cuisine, but... Um, For me, we wanted to respect the tradition of making like something good, but it's not enough for us to just have, um, you know, like the classic or the traditional, we, we want to give it a little bit, um, modernize it a little bit, you know, because, um, when going to french bakeries or french pastries a lot of them have the same look and have the same style Yeah, and um that is true when you go to let's just say france to certain neighborhoods but yeah. but there's also um uh, modernizing it you know making it not just a certain culture but just like a modern version of what a bakery is you know
0: it's it's like one of those things where you're 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 taking the techniques and you're as you touched on earlier you're finding like how to do this and how to do it right and then you're making it your own right that that's what i'm taking from what you're saying and what you're what you're doing to Soccer Sucre. yes correct so let's let's um let's see what i have here um Actually, yeah. This is this is a question I thought was interesting. Um, so, with dessert, <laughs> um, pe- people have a I think an emotional response to dessert. Like, man, I'm happy. This is going to be a great cake. Just the endorphins are popping. The whole thing. Like, what is like a memorable, like emotional, like hell yeah, this is great that you've seen at either at your shop or that you've had when it oh, comes to a dessert. Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, um, yes. So. That's, I guess that's one of the things that we, because you've been to the shop. It's not a huge shop, and it's very open. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I'm in the kitchen, I'm still sort of like um, looking at Look people's reaction, right? So actually, one reaction that I that I was surprised was actually when we we were making quiche, mm-hmm. and um, so like the. I I love when the customer gets what we're going for. Um yeah. and this guy was eating the quiche and the first uh the first try, his face sort of like lit up, his eyes open <laughs> and I was watching from the register and as soon as he took that first bite, he actually had to stand up and come talk to us. and be like wow like this is extremely delicious and that's reassuring when you do it um and I mean that's my hope with everything we put out yeah um I think um for us it's very important that you do get that experience and yeah um that's why i like to have when we put out our pastries i usually recommend back in back uh, pre-covid times it would be better for us to have you here and have it here because it's like the whole um experience of um you know being in the shop and we can engage with you in conversation maybe give you um, like some tips on uh, on um, what what the best ways to enjoy it or things like that yeah. you know it the pastries that we make some of them are not made to go you know yeah. like the main um, the main thought process is not Thinking about people taking them to go, so that's yeah. that's a little bit of a um, an issue for us with the COVID yeah. times, where everything has to be for, to go friendly. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit of a limitation, and um, yeah. A lot of people sometimes they dm us on instagram or email us and it it's great to get feedback at the same time sometimes we don't get the feedback (laughs) and we're like i don't know like is this going well or should we try something different it's it's hard
0: I'll, I'll give you my feedback yet again. We got like, I think a dozen and they didn't make it down the block with us. So we didn't have the to go. We, we ate those before we got to the car to go home. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'll be headed back soon. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, in, in the latter, uh, part of, uh, our, our conversation here, I want to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about Baltimore a little bit and I want to talk about, um, I guess some of your your preferences of the the stuff that you made, some of the flavor combinations that you like. So I'm going to start off with the Baltimore questions. Um, like you, you touched on it a bit earlier, it was more of a coming back to Baltimore. But what was the other motivation or inspiration in in opening up the the shop in Baltimore? When we left,
1: it was when we left for California. It was almost like we never left Baltimore. Like sure. my coworkers were probably tired of hearing me talk about Baltimore (laughs) because we were like number one fans. Like we just, it felt like home. It felt like, um, you know, just the place that we connected with the most. So we really wanted to come back first because we wanted to be here, but also because, um, when we were here the the we didn't we saw a need for something like this in baltimore um not that baltimore quote unquote needs us but mm-hmm. um but just from the choices that i remember having when i had here when i, oh. I was here like i remember going to other places like even Uh, smaller cities and i I remember seeing like really nice pastry shops and i'm like why can't we have this in baltimore you know yeah um and so that was like one of the motivations um so it was um, combined you know it was like personal reasons and also just the thought of like you know we want to have good things and nice things and if i'm going to invest in putting a shop somewhere then i think you know uh, baltimore would be a good place because we should have nice um shops you know we should we should have the quality of pastries like it should be um better
0: that's that's great i i've like you know, may, uh, I've noticed that we, we just, it's just certain things we don't have. Like, uh, uh, I remember spending time in like cities that are relatively close, New York, Philly, and so on. And it's like, oh, I can just go over here and, oh, look, I can get this opera cake or oh, I can try this. And it's like. What do we have in Baltimore? And, you know, luckily finding a place like, like your place and I'm relatively close to it. So like finding a place like yours it's like, okay, now I can, you know, scratch that itch, that dessert itch that I have, that pastry itch that I have. And it is great that you guys um, decided to open up here. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, totally. Um, let's see. I have one last question and I'm going to give you some shameless plug opportunity. <laughs> Tell everybody what you got going on um, and how they can like um check you guys out whether you, cause I think you have like some online stuff, but um so let's see. You you mentioned um cybersecurity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so your, your stuff is art to me. I was going to call it what it is. Like what you guys do is art. <laughs> what, what other, what other creative um like just like, things that you do cuz you mentioned the you know you used to do the, the the cooking and stuff like that on the weekend so what other stuff were you a painter what what else is going on <laughs> you got so you got some artistic skills there so what else you got going on Well actually
1: that's funny that you asked that question because um, I didn't I don't quite consider myself you know like I get that what we're doing is art um, and I guess that's what I like about pastries. You get both worlds. Um, but like during my computer time, I was like missing more creative outlet. It was all like mm-hmm. technology, very, yeah. um, sort of like robotic in one sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so the bacon was a more creative outlet. Um, I can, I guess, talk about us in general. Um, We, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, if we want to do something, we just sort of like figure it out. Um, Nowadays, you have a lot of information. You have like books, online, um, you know, (laughs) videos. (laughs) So you can, uh, you can learn pretty much anything you want. In particular, I've always been uh drawn to fashion. So okay. if, if if it's anything related to art, like that would be my my world, you know, I I I followed fashion very closely. So that's kinda like the art that I like. Um Dane, for example, he's very crafty. So he he basically sews at home. So we made, he made all of our aprons. He made, um, you know, backpacks and things like that. Um, for the shop, um, we, there's a design on the wall, on the retail wall that he also handmade. So basically, wow. we, we basically like to be very hands-on with what we're doing You know, Mm -hmm. there's never going to be a time where I hire someone to do something for me. And I'm (laughs) like, if I'm not there, if I'm not like involved in what's going on, then I don't feel like I actually made it. Like, it's not mine. You know what I mean? Um, the other thing is, um, Just in general, like, um, so my brother is actually a photographer Okay. and, um, he's an artist. And so we also get like feedback from him and we try to, you know, nowadays with taking pictures of the pastries, you have to take good pictures. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and that takes a lot of time. (laughs) <laughs> so we uh, you know so I take the pictures and then I send it to him and be like what do you think about this is the lighting good is, is it not <laughs> um, so I guess in general just having an artistic eye yeah. from the beginning not specifically like working as an artist full time before this but definitely like it was sort of like always there, present.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Okay, that's that's good. I mean, just being able to uh, examine it, get the feedback, and just have that artistic inclination—like you know what you want—and right. I dig that I know it looks good. Yeah. You know? um, then the last question I have, well, not even a question. It's here, here's your time. Here's, your, here's the floor. What do you got going on? Where can he find you? Social media, all of that stuff. And again, thank you for coming on. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so we're on all social media platforms <laughs> Instagram,
1: it's uh, sacre.secre, Facebook. Um, we just recently started doing online ordering, which we didn't have. So if you go to um you can submit your order and you can pick it up later that day. Um, so it's very convenient because a lot of people are working during the day, so they can't come. Um, most of the days we do sell out pretty quick. So mm-hmm. I would recommend if there's something that you really want, just go in there and reserve it um and then we also have outdoor seating now which we didn't have before so if you're not sure or if you don't want to buy a pastry that you're that you think it might break on the way home you know you can you can still sit
0: here and enjoy it That's a that's a big win. I I like I like the new news because now I can I have a reason to come back over there this week. I was going to wait until next week. Now I'm going to come over there this week. (laughs) See, it was tricky. That was tricky on your part. Um, So, um, again, I want to thank you for coming on. This has been um, a sweet treat Uh, (laughs) and this has been a lot of fun for me. So um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So um, for Manuel Sanchez from Sacre Sucre, I am Rob Lee um, saying that there is art in and around Baltimore. All you have to do is look for it.